All right, so today's um, Wednesday, September 24th, or Jesus, September 28th, um, 2022. Now we're going to do something different on the podcast. Um, so for you that are listening, you're going to be kind of missing out on the visual-wise, um, unless you're watching us on Spotify. <clears throat> we're going to basically go ahead and do some reactions to comments um, that I thought would add like a nice little flair. Because like, I mean, there's a fuck ton of comments on any fucking posts I do. Um, no, I shouldn't say a fuck ton because sometimes they get just ass right now. Cause like, I mean, the content I make is not going to go viral. Like, let's just, let's just fix it. the content I make is not, is not supposed to go viral because it's so niche oriented right now on TikTok, which I was thinking about doing next is going to be a different, it's going to be a different, uh, beast because TikTok content, that thing will go fucking crazy. <clears throat> You'll get people who have nothing to do with barbering whatsoever. And, uh, you get a lot better comments. So I mean like wild comments on that. I think we're going to make for great talking points. The Instagram, I, I brought up some things. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into this. <clears throat> but again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'll try my best to read along. But like uh, the best things for you to do is check out the YouTube channel um, or check out Spotify because this, this, this recording will also be, uh, it's already being recorded. So um, basically, what is this one? This is uh, stop complaining about barber prices. I mean, a lot of this shit's going to be barbers complaining or people pulling out prices. So this guy says, Ain't paying more than 40 bucks for a cut anyway. P.S. Cut my hair once a week. Congrats, you fuck. <clears throat> Getting a fire cut for 40 is cool. Is cool. 100 you bugging. Both cuts growing back at the same time. I'll pay 100 for a house call. I, I think I think this 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 deters a lot of barbers and like like gets a lot of barbers um, uh, like doubting themselves. Like because these are clients that are actually saying this. People are like, and to the logic, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like both cuts grow back at the same time, but they'll pay for a for a hundred dollar house call. Now, understand there are people who do this, and there are also people who pay thousand dollars for a house call. Um, I don't think his his logic's wrong. I kind of when I see this stuff like this, it's like, all right, well, if you want to say that you don't, I mean, it's not. I'm not going to call him fucking broke. So I don't know the fucker, right? But at the end of the day, <clears throat> there's always clients for certain price points. If he just wants to pay forty bucks, cool. There's people who's gonna also going to pay sixty bucks, eighty bucks. Not going to be a hundred bucks. Right, there's also people who always say this uh, in terms of whatever. Right, seven out of ten barbers suck. They suck and ra they raise their price and produce the same results. They're late. They answer the phone calls and text while cutting your hair. The bar entry, hands down, has the worst customer service. <clears throat> I was I was in the army and had dozens and tried dozens of barbers across the country and overseas. It's the same everywhere. When you find a good barber, hold on to it. All right, I mean like seven out of ten, seventy percent. I guess, right? I mean, that's probably even like, that's probably him being even nice. I can't complain with this because again, dude, there are, I'm not going to lie, a, a lot of us, a lot of barbers out there just are, aren't lazy. And like, again, you probably have to have to point the, the finger at yourself too and look in the mirror and be like, all right, am I that person? More times than not, like, you probably are. Um, there's very few barbers who are actually very like, uh, well taken care of, like take care of their shit. I don't think any of you be listening to this fucking podcast because I probably I probably deter all those people away. And again, too, those people don't want to improve their life or their business overall. Uh, yeah, this is nothing else really on here. See this one. So okay, this is a good one because this is going to be customer service. Go like again, I'm I'm not big on customer service whatsoever. If you're a barber, like I mean, like customer service and meaning like there should be a standard. But, like, for fuck's sake, like, you shouldn't have to, like, go bend over backwards for, like, 
just to do anything for your clients, just to get paid 20 bucks. I never got that. I'm not going to go ahead and, and like be somebody's, be somebody's like, um, you know, because I think when you think in the service-based industry, you're like, oh, I got to serve this person. Oh, dude, just have a fucking business, right? Provide the, like solving a problem provides value and, and service is like, is just value to somebody. And like, again, too, if your thing is banking on customer service, your client will leave you for any fucking, any of anybody else. Honestly, this guy says, borrowing is just, borrowing is just not cutting hair though. <clears throat> Having all services will, oh my fucking God. Having all services is what makes you an ultimate, <laughs> an unlimited barber and can take you to the next level. But you got to actually charge properly for those services. All right. Hot towel shaves and hair washes, et cetera, are easy as hell. You want fucking two to five bucks added on, 15 bucks. What are you charging for a haircut? 25 bucks? Really? <clears throat> we start losing those services when the adjustable electro... Oh, my God. Okay. Blame fucking technology. Fuck. When, we, when, uh, when the adjustable electric clipper came out, everyone started cutting their hair at home. Dude... You're not fucking broke. Barbering is thriving. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck is he talking? So barbers starting charging less instead to compete instead of focusing on other services. The haircut and the beard only is a result of house barbers. Tradition and history are important to know how to keep. What the fuck is it? What is he even talking about? So <clears throat> I think it's just a fuck. I can't even read what the fuck this guy's saying. First of all. Um, so barbers started charging less instead to compete instead of focusing on other services. No, like there's barbers who are charging more now. I don't get what he's saying by charging less. Barbering is just not cutting hair though. Okay. You can, okay. To his point. Yes. You can, you do other things in barbering? Absolutely. Should you probably not? You should keep the damn thing simple because why would you have a bunch of other fucking services? learn all this stuff and then have to buy those things to then do the services just for an extra five to 10 bucks or 15 bucks. What most barbers charge. Now it, I, I can see some people be like, well, what if you charge premium prices for extra services? If you're charging premium prices for extra services. You're probably using premium uh, products. And then that cuts into again too what you are actually going to be taking home. Cause now you're having to go ahead and pay for more just to make more money back or make a little bit more money back. It's much more lucrative. If you could make the same money off of the same pair of clippers, you charge 20 bucks for and charge 200 bucks a haircut for all that's different is your ability to run the business, not adding in a brand new 24 carat gold fucking blade, not fucking, getting like gold flakes that cost like hundreds of dollars and placing them on your client's eyeballs while they take a nap in a hot towel. Like it's none of this stuff, right? But barbers think that, okay, cool. The more I provide for somebody, the more they're going to, you're kind of, you're trying, you're thinking of guilting somebody and giving you money instead of just being a fucking better business owner, right? Which what fucking sense does that make? How are you going to go ahead and guilt somebody into like, oh man, give me all the service, uh, just give me some more money too, right? No. In fact, like sometimes I hate getting more things. I'm like, stop giving me so much goddamn shit. I don't want this. Just give me a thing and make it really good. I like a lot of people value quality, quality shit, quality shit. You could not tell me as a barber, you're doing 15 services 
and that any one of those are actual quality. And do not tell me that you do a quality facial service using, what was it? Now now it's uh, what, level three. What it used to be, uh, what were they fucking called? Where A-Rod was on the team and everything like that. Uh, elegance. Some elegance face, face wash, right? Because I used that damn thing. That thing was fucking cheap as hell, right? You can't tell me that. I don't agree. The more you do, the more money you get. I don't agree with that either. So you're telling me the more hard labor you do, the more there's the only more money you're able to make. When in fact, you can work smarter, not fucking harder. Which again, too, again, too, it's a barber. I don't know who this guy is, but like, again, nothing against anybody, but I, Armando fades, right? Like, dude, no. Like, then you, you're not able to scale a business. And this is what most barbers' mentalities are. They're like, oh, I just need to do more work. I need to go ahead and work harder. I need to grind harder. It's like, bet, fucking kill yourself at that fucking point in time. We're going to go ahead and figure out how to make this thing a little bit smarter so you don't got to kill yourself. Like, there's, like, again, too, South Bay Chris only has to do about 30 cuts a week to make 20K a month. Joel, when he was at top level, only had to do about 18 to 20, 25, maybe max, to make his 25K a month. You don't need that much work. Yet, barbers are so infatuated with doing work. Oh, yeah, I see the th uh, thank you. I've always seen this. I see barbers with menus like Cheesecake Factory and think, what the, exactly? It's like, dude, what the fuck is the point of you at doing all these services? They massage pedicures. I need to get a pedicure and a manicure, actually, ASAP. I haven't had any fucking time. Steam treatments, et cetera, just cut hair specifically. What, yeah, exactly. Like, specifically and solve a problem to a market and serve a market, specific market, and you'll be able to scale up on your pricing. None of this other like, oh man, now, now I gotta add this in here for my clients, or I gotta add this in. No, you don't. Get better at what you're doing in terms of running the business, what you're doing right now. <clears throat> so again, too, I'm kind of saying this right now, like what is this, people pay you to solve a problem for them. You should not just sell a haircut, you should sell value to, you should sell value to your clients. Read that again, shit, I ain't paying no more than 35 per cut. Paying 100 for some shit last seven to eight, seven, nine days. Like, look, again, too, these people, and like, I, I, I look for all my barbers who are actually listening, there are people like that that will say this shit and it will get you discouraged. Understand these are the same people that are going to complain about every goddamn fucking thing. They're the same people that, that are going to complain about not getting enough free breadsticks at garlic, or not the garlic bread or uh, whatever the fucking breadsticks were at, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Jesus, I haven't been to that fucking place in forever. What the fuck is that place called? Um, the pasta place. What the fuck is that thing called with the breadsticks? I'm going to have to look. Am I going to have to look this up? Pasta place. P pasta place with breadsticks. With breadsticks. What the fuck is it called? Why is this? Oh, and it's not even giving it to me. Oh, Olive Garden. There you go. Fucking Olive Garden. Been to Olive Garden fucking forever. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. This is a different one. Yeah, it's, it's like the same person that's like going to complain about like the, they're going to be the same person about complaining about chips and fucking salsa at the Mexican restaurant. Oh, this ain't enough. You need to give me more. Right? They're always trying to get more. Right? These are like the lowest quality people like, and like, they're going to be like the worst clients possible. Like, again, too. If you want these people, hey, he's telling you there's his price point. Charge that. You're going to be good with them, right? <clears throat> this man, 200 for a haircut. Tripping, tripping, bro. Difference, ew, here we go. 
The difference is that a phone lasts way more than two weeks, while a haircut only lasts two weeks. $100, I, at $100, I expect all these barbers do every extra for free. Again, this is, this is why every fucking barber thinks that they need to be adding more shit in, because you listen to broke people. Why are you listening to broke people for business advice? You are getting brainwashed by motherfuckers like this who are broke, who expect more for very little upfront money instead of understanding what real value is. And this is why your business is fucked, because you listen to broke people. At $100, I expect all these barbers to do every extra for free. For free, like black mask, hot towel, beard, etc. Because if you make people pay 100 bucks while still doing like a $20 barber, you straight up scamming people. Tell me where the scam is. Where, like, okay, is the scam in Lamborghini and Toyota driving Toyota Coral? Is that a scam? Because at the end of the day, both get you from point A to point B. What's a scam in that? Or, it, it, I mean, maybe that is a scam. I don't know. Maybe it's a scam that we just don't ride on donkeys anymore and horses. I don't know. Maybe that's a, that's not a scam. Maybe cars are just a scam. Maybe airplanes are a scam. Fucking hey, the hell is that logic from? Just not buying this at all. I thought I thought about it, discussed it with friends. It ain't happening. Not in Manchester anyway. Where's Manchester? Is that in uh, fucking the UK? If it's a UK dude, I, I mean like UK, the UK barber scene is so far behind. I mean, it's, it's not even, it's not even like a joke. This, this, the UK barbers, they're so mentally fucked because again, they, they listen to all like their, 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 I mean, it's the way everything's set up as well too, mentality and like, uh, government and everything. It, 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 it go, trickles all the way down to the people. And like, they, they think they can't do anything more. And it's like, dude, you gotta run, you don't have to run a business. And like shit like this is just like, dude, you can do this. Like everybody says this everywhere. Just not happen. Just not buying into this at all. I mean, like, look, if you're not buying it, dude, that's fine. You don't have to buy it because there's guys who are making 20k a month where people are buying it. <laughs> I don't get why people have to like again too. Why do you keep using the iPhone example? I got that. I remember we're talking to my team like we need to stop using the iPhone example. Um, talk a lot, but you saying your work. Maybe you're, you're all talk. Maybe I just switch from being a fucking. I hate when people are like, "Well, show us your haircuts." I'm like, "Dude, I haven't cut hair in fucking 2019 since 20. That's over three years ago." <sighs> like I, I've stepped away, dog. Right? What do you expect? Basically, made as a barber, you should never be comfortable. All right. So, what did people? Yes, I'm at that moment. You got to stop telling the. Oh, here we go. You got to stop telling these new barbers this. So I got. Okay, my bad. I got to stop telling these new barbers. You got it. You got to. You, you got to stop being comfortable. You got to start growing your business. I'm sorry for telling barbers this thing. I'm such a terrible person in the industry. It's, oh my God. It's a struggle. It's a, it's a process they have to get through. That sounds like a fucking hater. That sounds like a motherfucker that like hates where he's at right now and just wants everybody else's life to suck along with, hey, my life sucks. Don't tell these people that their life should suck too because they got to suck just as much as I do. They need to do... <laughs> It's a struggle and a process they have to get through. They do need to stay consistent, get better at their craft, or the barber community is going to keep getting talked about honestly, bro. I don't get what he means like that. The barber community honestly needs to get better with their grammar, to be quite honest with you. I know I'm part of that too. My grammar sometimes sucks uh, and my spelling sucks, but Jesus, fuck, if you're going to try and make a point, please make it make sense. They need to get consistent and stay consistent, and I'm sure the clientele for them will stay consistent.
They need to get consistent and stay consistent. And I'm sure the client. Okay, maybe that was just fucking hell right there. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I don't know what he's even trying to tell me to stop saying. I guess like the biggest mistake, biggest mistake he made was I never wanted more. So you're telling me to stop telling barbers to want more. Do you guys see why now? Like I tell you to stop listening to these fucking barbers. Stop listening to all these goddamn barbers who are average because they tell literally are telling. I'm literally telling you to think and think bigger for yourself to want more. And there is literally a barber here saying that I have to stop telling new barbers this. Now he might have had a different point across this. He probably should have like written this out a lot clearer. But that's what I'm getting from this overall. I gotta stop telling barbers to stop thinking more and they can achieve more. All right, bro. <clears throat> All right, so what is this? I know a barber who makes 20K a cut, and I also know a barber who makes 100K a cut, 100 a cut. Both the same city, difference. First barber thinks no one will pay. Second barber uh, fixed his business and now attract new clients. Lesson in there. All right, so that was the thing. Oh, boy, not going to hold back, but ever barber I know. Why is it always the people who always want to troll have the worst spelling? It's like they just don't want to fucking read through the fucking comment before like before like you might get somebody actually reacting to this on a podcast or like I'm, I'm you're lucky I'm not a fake but not fake a big YouTuber or a big podcast or anything like that like this might make the cut on like a TikTok or something right and like my editing the editing team might be like oh use that break that down write that down but like man like at least fucking like you spell correctly if you're gonna if you're gonna write something in the comments not gonna hold back but every barber i know ever barber i know who charges below 30 a cut 30 <laughs> ever so hold on but ever barber i know who charges below 30 cut better than those who cut over 100 and i would know because i even got pictures of both barbers from both price is trust me expensive don't mean good quality okay like look I, I say this all the time too and like that was like a rough reading i probably dumbed that down too to kind of be a little bit of an asshole but it wasn't like again too kind of hard to read like look does does it do higher prices mean the product's gonna be better no like i think this needs to be clear higher pricing does not mean a better product but better products are always higher priced I'll say it again, just so you can understand. Higher prices does not mean it's a better product, but better products are always higher priced. There's always going to be people in the market who are overpricing themselves, and they will lose because they do not have the income to back it up at the end of the day, or they will eventually lose at some point in time. The ones who actually can warrant that price point, provide value, and have good products are going to be higher priced regardless. And their business is going to thrive. They will not have to worry about a damn thing. They will not be stressed. So this just tells me that maybe this, I don't know, O-Klutz818, I mean, man, this is just like some, some like fucking troll shit. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, look, dude, you probably have like a simple ass basic cut. And if you like the guy who charges 30 bucks, cool, stay with them. And again, too, barbers, like, okay, if you have clients that, that say this, just understand, cool. You, they could stay with a cheaper barber. I'm not going to stay with cheaper clients, though. Why would I? <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. So I'm going to keep my life and my business low and sucking just to go ahead and please you because you want to only charge or you only want to pay 30 bucks. 
No, I'm not going to do that to me in my life. <laughs> I think every, every fucking barber needs to be a little bit, little bit more selfish overall. Just a little bit more selfish. And when I mean selfish, it doesn't mean be a fucking asshole or be arrogant. What I mean selfish is actually think and put yourself first. Because I don't think any barber does that. Every barber wants, because again, every barber is, I'm in the service-based industry. So you're not going to think about yourself. You're not going to think about your well-being. You're not going to put yourself first. It's like the stupidest thing I think I ever heard. I'd rather go to a $20 barber. Job is the same. Just because someone increases their prices doesn't automatically mean they become a better barber or a hundred, was that euro barber? Okay, why do you use dollars and, and then a different like currency right there? That's, the, that's the kind of weird. Like, look, I understand that. Again, too, there are, look, there are winners and losers. I know a shit ton of barbers who raise their prices because of like what I say and they fuck their business up. And you, you're, you probably listen to this. There might be a few of you that would listen to this. They're like, oh, that's me. And you, you deserve that because you fucked the thing up and you did things improperly because you got a little ego base. Like, that's not how you raise prices, okay? You got to learn how to run a fucking business first. And justifiably so, like, again, they, you don't become a better barber. Correct. But you build a better business. How much better of a barber do you need to be in order to make 20K a month? Think about that. Does, do you have an answer for me? Well, how good of a barber do I have to be to charge 100 bucks? Straight up. Straight up. Now, how good of a business do I have to have in order to charge 100 bucks and have clients coming to me at 100 bucks? That's much more attainable. You have to understand how to get new clients at that price point. Okay, well, in order to have a business operating at 100 bucks a cut and run it very, very well, I have to have about 100, maybe 120 cuts every single month. That's very attainable. But when you, if I was to ask somebody, what is the skill set that's required to charge 100 bucks? Oh, he's got to cut hair really, really good. What does that mean? Can you give me something logical? Can I, can I see something that like makes sense that I can attain towards or that I can, I can actually go towards and work towards? What does this look like? <clears throat> and everybody's going to have, you'll get an answer, but you'll get a, a different answer for every single different person that you come in contact with. So what sense does it make? Oh man, somebody's tired of my shit. Finally, somebody's tired of my shit. I'm going to address this once because I'm tired of this shit. If you love, oh my God, it's one of these love what you do motherfuckers. If you love what you do, you will cut single mother's sons for free and she will treat it like it's worth a hundred. I'm glad she's going to treat it like a hundred bucks, but I'm in business. So I'm going to need that hundred bucks. If I charge that, I make that type of money anyway, because I hustle. I don't need to rob the community. What does robbing the community have to do with anything? Nobody is putting a gun to anybody's head to get a haircut from you. I, and barbers think this shit all the time. Oh, I'm going to feel bad because like, what about my people? You're okay, dude. Like you're not holding them hostage. You're not forcing them to fucking pay you for the haircut. All you're doing is generating new clients into your business, funneling the people who don't want to pay that out, and scaling the, scaling the price and scaling the business up. It's not like you're going here, over here to your current clients, but you're going to fucking pay me. Nobody does that shit. Yeah, I don't know why barbers actually get this. It's a dumb fucking, like, think of the dumb logic this really is. You really think some motherfuckers going every barber? Like, you better fucking pay me. You better stay in my fucking business. No. And if they do, they're a fucking weirdo, and they definitely don't have a good business. 
what's the obsession of having men pay for a hundred? I feel it is pretty like, I feel like it is pretty, pretty, uh, it is an obsession or, I don't know, what's the obsession of having men pay a hundred bucks? I mean, like for barbers, that's like the, the golden standard. Everybody like, I feel like everybody has that, like, that's a high goal, right? To grow your business, you need to track higher paying clients. All right. Do you realize there's was more money in selling courses, convincing people to buy a pipe dream if he making third if he was really if he was making three hundred an hour, you really think he would have quit cutting hair? Yeah, because like again too, I knew I could have like go ahead and kept on scaling up. To be quite honest. Did I enjoy like I, I never enjoyed cutting hair? <laughs> like I don't know what make, what makes it so difficult for people to understand. I hated barbering. Like I love the fact of what it provided for me, but I hated the I actually hated barbering. Um, it was not fun for, I, I was not like somebody, I'm not one of those people who was like, I, if I would do this for free, I remember them like, what? I don't even want to do this for money. Like I, don't, just, I have to, right. I have to do this. This is my only thing I have. I think everybody's, I would do this. I would do this for free if I could. I, they're fucking weirdos to me. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be standing for a fucking hour talking to somebody who's actually kind of annoying that I have to like force conversation with, right. This doesn't seem, this doesn't sound like something I would want to do for free at all. And if you feel like you do, you're kind of being a little self-righteous prick. Like you kind of want to make, you, you're kind of doing this thing to like look good in front of everybody else, right? Oh man, I'm such a better person because I would do this for free. Good for you. I'm going to make sure I get paid, right? So yeah, I wanted to make sure I went ahead and got out. And then guess what? I actually didn't even go into the uh, running a program. I actually was going into running a, a, a media agency. You can listen back to like old podcasts. I actually start, tried to start a media agency for like six to eight months, which flopped. It didn't do good, right? But what, what ended up happening was everybody was still like, there's barbers still hitting me up to like work with me to get like, like mentorship. So I was still doing some podcasts. People just kept on, hey, can I work with you? I was not really taking clients. So I'm not really working with barbers. And people insisted. And I was like, all right, cool. And I just kept on working barbers, getting better and better results. And it kind of grew organically that way. Like, it was never like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and like, I'm just going to drop out and like, I'm going to sell everybody a fucking dream. Like, yo, first of all, I was charging 150, right? Like, I think, I, I, well, obviously this person doesn't, doesn't know that. But I was charging 150 a cut, right? It wasn't like I was, like, I could see, I could see a, a very valid point. If I was not doing the thing, Absolutely. And I actually never said that, like, the 20K per month thing until we act, I produce barbers who are making 20K a month. You can go back and, like, look at a timeline of any marketing I've ever done. There was a certain time when I actually started vocalizing making 20K a month, right? I never said that prior because I never got that result myself. The highest I've ever made was 18K a month, and I, and I spent 18K in that month. I was typically around maybe the 13 to 15K range. I never really was – I was never, like, trying to push it, like – or like that, um, because I wanted to scale back my time. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and like be like not transparent about things. Like, yo, like I, like I, I if I did something, I'm going to say it. But if I didn't do something, I'm not going to claim it. And like at the end of the day, if I, I was never making 300 an hour cutting hair. I don't know why, what, the, where that number came from at all. More barbers need to invest in higher quality. Oh, this is the one I think I wanted to get into. Here's a good one. More barbers need to, for bar bars need to invest in higher quality fits, fits, fit outs. I think he's trying to say outfits. To invest in higher quality or to, to, uh, to attract the clientele they want and no client with money would go to a barber charging less than 50 
for a haircut. That's only my opinion though. Okay, I want everybody listening to this to go to Zara and take this man's advice. Cannoli and co-barbers advice. I want you to go to Zara and buy yourself a nice fit. And then on top of that, I want you to go ahead and raise your prices up to at least 75 or 100 bucks starting tomorrow, everybody. I want to see everybody to see just how dumb of an idea this is. What correlation does dressing nice and charging more does that ever have on getting new clients and being able to retain more clients? I could maybe see, a, like, if you are one of those barbers who wears flip-flops, oh, dude, like, okay, grow the fuck up. You're wearing flip-flops and, like, a tank top in the shop. Grow the fuck up. Run this a little bit more mature-wise. Actually wear just some, like, jeans, shoes. Like, I just wore simple skinny jeans. When skinny jeans were in. Skinny jeans, bands, and, like, a, a vintage tee. My fit daily <laughs> when I cut hair, right? As long as you're not wearing fucking slides, fucking basketball shorts, and a tank top, and smell like weed, you're pretty much solid. But this sounds like the most stupidest idea I think I've ever seen. Barbers actually, there's, the thing is, like, barbers actually think this is real. Barbers think there's actual some backing on this. And, like, look, should you be more professional? Absolutely. But I don't think, like, not, not, I don't think, I 100% do not believe that this is ever going to get you to get more clients. And if you do think that way, please try. <laughs> because I'm willing to bet you that it's not going to help you. It doesn't gonna fuck you more than anything. <clears throat> Raising your prices after a new year is a horrible, horrible mistake. Here's why. All right. So inflation got us matched the era, blah, blah. I definitely raised my prices January 1st. The price of everything has gone up from booth rent to utilities, supplies, and client that doesn't understand that will spend big money on tools and pro products to make them look good. Don't deserve to sit in your chair. The barber who posted this asked, what is there? Is the client getting with the price increase? For one, a experienced haircut with, okay, hold on. Is this person's rambling? If the client wants to leave uh, over $5 increase, let them free up space in your chair and blah, blah, blah. Okay, the point of the post was like, okay, don't raise prices just because of the beginning of the year or like every 12 months, which this motherfucker actually just said. Every Jan 1st goes up in price. Every motherfucker thinks, oh, well, I mean, I see some dumbass shit. Where is it like, oh, it's like half the year. Oh, my God, it's July. Time to go up on prices. Just because it's July, what the fuck does that mean to go up on prices? Because it's January, what the fuck? Just because the first of all, what the fuck does that mean? It has, like, what? The, the, all of a sudden, the calendar year, the Mayans and shit like that dictated, uh, uh, Bobby cuts. You got to go up on your fucking prices by five bucks and you're going to, the fuck? What is this shit? I don't get it. Okay, what app? What a way to capitalize off absolute negative personal opinions. Everyone's growth looks different and part of your business model. If part of your business model is shaming people trying to survive and receive what they're worth when the time feels right for them, unfollow. Good. You seem like some somebody get fucking triggered by me. Obviously, you don't get the fucking message. Like, <clears throat> you don't want to raise price. So what did I say? Raising price, raising price after New Year's is a horrible mistake. Here's why. Look, I get it. January 2022, you try to make the same money. You try to be stuck in place. First thing you do, you raise your prices. That's a big mistake because nothing changes in your business. And yes, okay, here's the thing. Just because you raise prices, it's Jan 1 or whatever, even if it's not Jan 1, this is for any barber. Just because you raise prices, what the fuck changes in the business? 
if nothing changes, meaning like there was no reason, because guess what? Most reason why barbers raise prices, ego based. I'm booked out. There's no business strategy to get you up to the next to the next price raise. There's nothing strategical in this except, oh, I just want to raise prices so I can know my worth. What fucking strategy is that? There is no strategy. I'm just on I'm just telling you honestly from a logical standpoint what this like everybody's just doing this emotional based price raising. What the fuck? Because nothing changes in the business the product stays, it stays the damn same the products your product stays the same. Your business stays the same. Only thing that's different is your pricing. Now if these two things stay the same and pricing increases, what's going to happen? Doesn't take a dumbass to figure out. Eventually, your clients are going to leave you because you're not improving the business and you're not getting new clients into the business, right? Because you're keeping the business exactly the same. If you run a business the same way you did at 30, at 60, you better not go up to 80 because the damn thing is going to break. You just think you can charge more because it's New Year. By doing this, you only charge for the blah, blah, blah. Your customers jump off. You stay stuck in the same place. If you want to make a change, get the 10K amount, stop raising the price randomly and do this instead. Yeah, just have a fucking strategy. Amen. Used to follow you for some awesome barber content. Now it just seems like you're trying to sell a course like every IG influencer. Well, my guy, like, look, at the end of the day, this is called marketing. And this is also called educating an industry that's fucking blind as hell, right? I just so happen to also have a program that I said, like, actually grows very organically itself to word of mouth. But yes, like, again, too. Is, do I want to make people aware? It's just like any business. If you're in a business, what, what are you going to tell me? Since I have an online program, oh, do not market your business. That's what you're doing as a barber. Like, like again, too, if you have a business as a barber, you want people to know about your business. People need to know that you are in business, the results you get, and everything of that sort. So, what, again, too, if I'm just going ahead and educating people, I have a program, I don't get that. Now, if I'm over here being like Ty Lopez, maybe, and I'm putting out, like, a million different courses and they're all dog shit. Okay, I could see that point, right? All right. So this one is like, what is your why? Not a lot of bros try to like, when I got started, my main motivation, my passion, what I want to do, through at some point, I had to realize, though, at some point, I had to realize people take care. Uh, I had to take care. Uh, I had people take care of, make a living, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so, bro, shut up. As long, oh, as long as primary focus of money, making money is not prioritized over integrity profession, it's a business. What do you expect? Like, oh my God, this is some swag bullies. I was going to say, if he's a barber, okay, you're, you're if, if you are a barber, if you are a barber, why would, would you, why would you not want to go ahead and focus on the business? Like, I don't get why it's like the integrity of the profession, the integrity, the, the it's a business. What, what integrity do you want me to go ahead and do, right? Shit, what's wrong with money? Very good, but you should not save money. Okay, here's a good one. Very good, but you should not save money in the bank. You should keep your liquid savings elsewhere. The reason the rich get rich and the poor get poor is the poor save and the rich invest. You can't cut hair forever. You don't cut, your money doesn't grow because uh, you won't have money to save. Cash flow, oh my god! So this is a guy that just read fucking Robert Kiyosaki one time, and it's like all of a sudden, please, if it, it, do not be one of these fucks that brought, reads Robert Kiyosaki's book one time, and then all of a sudden thinks you know investing, please, right? I don't even think I know investing at this point in time. I don't even try to know investing like that. 
But I do know what is it? The FDIC uh, insures the FDIC insures every single bank account up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars inside of that bank. So the federal government insures you up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars in your bank. Why would you not keep it there? Because guess what? You're measly. Like again, too, if you're a barber, we all have that cat. We all used to have that cash under. Like, oh, I don't trust the banks. Okay, Mister Conspiracy Theorist, get out of the fucking get your tinfoil hat off real quick. Okay. Understand that the government, like like FDIC, the federal government, does insure up to $250,000. So, again, if you have above that, yes, maybe you should put into other things. Maybe separate business accounts or accounts, not business accounts, because, like, it doesn't um, – the FDIC, like, it'll be under one bank. So, maybe up, go put it up in a different branch of bank, and then you could go to another 250000 But if you have five k, you're fucking good. By the way, what is five k going to get you in terms of investments? I, I I think it's hilarious that a lot of people are like barbers, especially. Oh man, you know, like I, I got so much investment. Blah, blah, blah. Like you're making two k a month. You really think you're making like you're putting a couple hundred bucks away? If anything, your money's served you best with it just being in the bank account, so that you can make moves and make investments, whether it be education or whether it be whatever else you need to go ahead and get yourself ahead. Use that money to build your current skill sets. You can make more money. Max it currently out. Max out your current skill level, your current profession. Max that motherfucker out for how much money you can make. And then just start stacking up. And then if you want to get to, again, to investments, if you're making 20, 30K a month from cutting hair, awesome. So put that into investments. If you're making like 5K a month, what are you, you're not even playing with good money at that point in time. Just focus on building the business. Don't even worry about trying to educate yourself. That's my personal opinion. Because even at my level, I'm not even worried about investments. I'm worried about growing the business. That is my investment at this moment in time. I know it's kind of corny to say, but at the end of the day, that is my investment. Yes, it will not pay me off. It, it will pay me off over the long term. It's not like something where I can like multiply it over uh, an extended period of time uh, without me doing physical work to it. But again, too, I just need to make sure I focus on the main thing. When you're making like five or when you're making like 10K a month, you should not even worry about investments. Worry about making more money. That's it. Worry about making more money. I'm, I'm, what are we, 520? I gotta wrap, wrap this up because I, I have to go on to a, a Q&A call after this. I'll do a few more and we'll wrap up. Um, there we go. So look, what did I say here? So your self-worth uh, doesn't determine the value you have uh, for your clients. Uh, just because you know what you're worth does not mean that your clients are automatically willing to pay more. Many barbers get this wrong. Yeah, because like, into just because you know you think you know your worth doesn't mean that again to a client's gonna automatically know. So a client is somebody you see on multiple occasions, somebody you jack the fucking prices up on. They're not client. All right, it's a learner spell. They're not. They're they're not clients. They're someone you rob with a gun. Who the fuck's holding a gun to somebody's head when they pay when they pay for a haircut? Please tell me. Like use this logic. I think some people just want to be like these, like, like, oh, I'm for the people. And it's like, dude, nobody's, nobody's fucking against the people. What are you talking about? Everybody has free will. Nobody has to come and support your business. Nobody's forcing these motherfuckers to pay. All right. How do you think you get to living that life? You have to work. Agreed on the second one, by the way, living the lifestyle, blah, blah. Um, this post doesn't make any sense at all. Don't be impressed with the barber who makes six figures while working 14 plus hours a day. Back pain, be impressed by the barber. Makes six figures, six figures while spending more time with his fam than with his customers. I don't know. Makes a lot of sense to me. What a rubbish post. Awesome. 
Not about being impressed for a start. Fair play to the grind. I'm a barber that has to put the hours in on It's one of these motherfuckers that loves it. I'm about the grind. If you're not about the grind, you're not, you're not really about being a barber, brother. I'm a barber that has put the hours in on daily and to earn a living. A barber in a barber shop with 10 other shops next door in a city that hasn't hasn't got the facility to charge 100 pounds on a haircut. This post is like the Forex traders selling a dream that's not realistic for everyone, fair to others, but don't respect the workers, people out here not working on benefits to earn more than me. People out here not working on benefits. Okay, I don't get this, but like there are people, there are, okay, like look, this this small-minded thinking, again, you can go to my last podcast I just made in the, in the YouTube probably prior. Everybody can charge upwards of 150. It's about how you understand how to get the business up there. You have clients around you. I don't care what city you're in. You have clients around you. You have to be able to build the business to get those clients into your business though. That is the thing that you're lacking. That's why most barbers can't see the vision. This is probably one of those barbers that's always going to be like talking. This is probably the type of barber that talks about my posts in the shop and are just like, that guy's a bunch of rubbish. You should, he's such a bad person. Who the fuck would charge their I'm for the people. Thinking that he's going to get some like moral. It's like, it's, you know what it fucking sounds like? This is what it fucking sounds like. It sounds like you're, you're the fucking, uh, uh, what's a good example of this, man? It sounds like you're one of those fucks who wants to go ahead and be somebody's stepdad, right? Because like they want, like they want, I'm not the, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the, fa- the stepfather. I'm the father who stepped up. It's like, all right, you really want to fucking father somebody else's kid? You really want to raise somebody else's kids, right? You really want to be the woman who's had other kids with another man and then go ahead and raise their kids as well too. You really want to do that. That's, that's like the most beta shit I think I've ever heard in my life. And this is like the same thing, trying to like make it seem like, oh no, I'm a real man. I help break, dude. What the fuck? I would never. First of all, I would never want to go into like marrying a woman or even get in a relationship with a woman who already has kids. That's just my personal preference. I don't think any man should go ahead. Like, and this again, my personal preference. Any man who is single and who is like on his grind and focusing on things should go. Like, you have your choice. You don't have to go ahead and do things. Uh, like again, I think a lot of society pressures men. To go ahead and bend to like some some uh, some story or something like that, where it's like, hey, look, you know, you got to take like, hey, be a good man, hey, be be a good man, step up, be the stepfather, fill that role, yeah, like waste your life away on somebody else's kids and raising them, yeah, yeah, you're good, man, cheer them on. Dude, I don't want to fucking do that. You ever thought about like what I want to fucking do? I don't want to fucking take on kids that aren't mine, right? And this is the same like type of fucking energy. Oh, I'm gonna take care of my people. Great. All right. Cool. Charge thirty bucks a cut. The fuck? And they the At the end of the day, they're both making 100K. I don't care how you do it. That's something. Dude, what? You're, you're working 14 plus hours of back pain versus get to, get to go, it gets to go home and chill, making six figures. I don't know the logic, man. It's like, it's like that whole thing like, what would you rather want? Uh, five, five, uh, half a million or dinner with Jay Z? And everybody's like, oh, dinner with Jay Z, man. Just to seem like they're self-righteous. Hey, man, I don't need the money. I'm better than money. <laughs> Bro, give me that 500K. I'm taking that. Sorry, Jay-Z. Right? So I overcharge everyone. I'd rather cut people. I'd rather cut for people than a, that can afford the cut and be happy. He made all, all that money off Bitcoin. First of all, I've never done Bitcoin. 
<laughs> like I probably will at some point in time because like of course investments and stuff like that are just getting to like I've I've yet to even dive into that world. I'm so focused on business. I've never done anything on Bitcoin. Um for second of all, I'd rather char- I'd rather cut for people that can afford the cut. So you, there's people who could afford a hundred bucks, so you wouldn't want to cut them. Who would you want to cut then? Who? Honestly, who charges one fifty to cut? Why? If I want a fade and no shape up, it is still one fifty. Yeah, if the if, if, I, if the barber charges one fifty, uh, just a, just a lineup is one fifty. Like I again too, there are more people who are like civilian mindset who are not entrepreneurial, who do not make money, who work a regular nine to five. Think of all the regular nine to five jobs who fall into a lower tier category. And guess what? They will go ahead and fit into that $35 price point. And that's fine. But for barbers, you don't have to go ahead and just be stuck there. You don't have to take, there's more, there's so many people, there's not enough barbers to take care of them. If you want to be one of those people, barbers that takes care of people, be my guest. But if they didn't come from me, I'm not taking care of them, bro. They're just like the kids, just like some fucking clients. I'm not taking care of you. I'm going to make sure my life is good in the way, exactly the way I want to. I'm going to live my life exactly the way I want to. That's being called selfish? Fine. I'm taking care of myself. And guess what? I think more barbers should be selfish. More barbers should be thinking of themselves more instead of putting their clients and other people before them, before themselves, their well-being, and their family. At the end of the day, if you're doing that, you're not working on scaling your business up, you technically are. You technically are. If if cut rich people, okay, but the average man will not pay more than 45. You're correct. May, you're correct. Like most people won't pay more than 45. So you have to go ahead and understand how to get those higher paying clients. Cutting more heads can't give you freedom. Excuse my business trying. I mean, duh, we'd all like be, we all like to be the bottom barber, but unfortunately we don't live in areas where people are willing to. Yes, you do. They're out there. That's for, like, I hope you guys see what I see all the goddamn time, right? Everybody comes up with the same excuses. Literally, everybody thinks the same shit. I'm like, you, this is why you're behind. This is why you don't grow the business, because you all think the fucking same. If you just thought and understood that it was about how you run the business, you would probably be much further in life. You probably wouldn't be cutting hair anymore, because you probably already scaled the business up. But because you have all the same mentality, you all run the same business model, you all get the same clients, you all charge the same price points, you all make the same amount of income month after month, and all live the same miserable life. I've talked to many barbers. Many of you are miserable at that stage. You are not happy. And even if you say you are, you're kind of lying. You know you're lying too. There's nobody that could say working 14 hours a day, making only 4K a month is happy. That shit sucks. I've been there and it sucks. And if you're saying it's all right, you're trying to hide the fact that the shit sucks. At some point in time, you got to be honest with yourself. My life sucks. When I started saying my life fucking sucks, I was like, I want to change it. When I didn't, when I was kind of pretending about, how man, you know, it's like, you know, it's going good, bro. You know, everything's going good. I didn't do a damn thing about it because I wouldn't self-admit. Once I self-admitted my life sucks, I need to change this shit. Guess what I did? How the fuck do I change? It's always, it's always, what, what is it? AA is always the first step. It's like always uh, uh, admitting. I don't even know what AA, like for the steps. I just think that that's like the first thing at least. I don't know though. <laughs> I didn't have that problem. All right, what's this one? Um, 
Barman goes, lots of barbers don't understand how to use the tools. Available skill on business means essential. Got you. So location does matter. We already handled this. Location doesn't matter when it comes to building clientele. Location matters when it comes to adjusting your prices, though. And that does not only apply to bar. No, it doesn't. Again, look, okay, okay. Location, again, location only matters if you run your business poorly. You know how to get clients at higher price points. Location should never matter. Location should never matter because of how you run the business. But location will matter if you have no clue what the fuck you're doing. That's a better way of saying it. You know, I like the first, oh, this 24K face. So I, man, why do you have to say this? He's a cool dude. I mean, like, I see him get shown love all the time. Nothing against him. But location, yeah, location doesn't matter when it comes to, but it doesn't. But like, even when it comes to scaling, it still doesn't. What matters is how you're running the business. All times. I've, I've repeated this over and over and over again. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, overall, I mean, you kind of see, like, I mean, let me know what you guys think of this. Like, you get, like if this was valuable, I, I think overall, like, it's an eye-opener. So you guys see, at least again, too, what I'm saying, like, everybody comes with the same bullshit excuses. I think next time we're going to dive into TikTok. Um, make sure, again, too, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, we're uh, posting more on there. So if you want to watch the actual live video of this, you can watch it on YouTube as well. Um, make sure you actually also like this, uh, this podcast, found it valuable. Make sure you share it with one friend. Make sure you uh, post Take a screenshot, post it on your um, on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me in that as well too, uh, and then that gives me you know heads up. Hey, you make more of these reaction videos. So, till next time.